welcome to the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce's podcast. In our episode this week, we're talking with Jim Hunley, Thomas Construction Group, and Lisa Leith of, my goodness. <laughs> so many different <laughs> So many. Want. Yeah, I would love for you guys to introduce yourselves and talk a little bit more about your roles at the companies that you have. You want to sure. start? Sure. Uh, like Megan said, I'm Jim Hunley with Thomas Construction Group. I'm the executive vice president there in charge of mainly pre-construction activities. So anything up until con- or through contract execution uh, for us. And we cover a broad range of um, sectors across the country and a lot locally. So glad to be here. And I'm Lisa Leith, and I'm the chief people officer for a SaaS company named Vantica that's headquartered here in Wilmington. Um, and I'm also the owner of a couple small businesses, Leith HR Group, and a tech company called WorkTalk. So um, love being involved with the chamber. I can't wait to just brag about all the ways that you've helped um, all three of those businesses over the last five or so years. Yeah, and I'm Megan Mullins. I'm the Chief Marketing Engagement Officer with the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce. I'm excited to be with our audience today. We're kind of going to get into it a little bit. We're going to talk about why a business might consider joining a Chamber of Commerce in this day and age, right? There's there's a lot of million different ways to get connected to other folks in the business community, right? Maybe I join a cool social networking group, or um, there's always things going on online, but but why really would I get involved in a Chamber of Commerce in, in this day and age, right? I think folks think about a Chamber of Commerce and think about a lot of different networking events we do, but there's there's quite a bit more that, that we're focused on in our Chamber. So we'd love to kind of pick your brain on that. Well, let's riff on it. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I think for me personally, uh, having grown up in Wilmington and have seen you know the evolution of our city and what's going on, uh, in the region, and really we talk about being the business advocate, which is our tagline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's more than that, really. It is about the intentional collisions. It is about the networking. It is about you know being the business advocate and having someone that you can rely on and go to and, and make the connections as you need them. Uh, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see and can't appreciate, but um, I, I think it's a wonderful organization to be a part of. Yeah. I am always, when I'm trying to recruit people to come to this area and work for great companies like Thomas Construction Group or Vantica, I'm always talking to people about how easy it is to become a leader in this community um, versus like in Atlanta or Charlotte or Raleigh. Um, And part of the reason why it is easy to get involved in the community is because of organizations like the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce where I can be exposed as a small business owner um, or a scaling business to um, policies that are on the table and um, with upcoming elections and maybe some things that we kind of superficially look at as citizens of this community. Um, we get a deeper dive and look under the covers basically with the help of the Chamber of Commerce that facilitates like public policy meetings once a month. Um, we get access to people like um, our schools, our public school system, our superintendent there, and just his thoughts and strategies on how to continue to make this a great place to educate your children if you're moving here or you want to stay here and work here and live here. Um, And then also all the programming. I mean, over the last five years, it's been unbelievable what you and Natalie have done. Um, You know, if you rewind five years when Natalie got here, I mean, we probably had like four signature events that were happening. I think now you guys are up to like something ridiculous. Like, a lot of them. Like a hundred or something silly. But between the breakfast <laughs> and the lunches lot. and the intentional collisions that, as Jim mentioned, I mean, 
there's tons of ways to get to know other people who are just trying to do business, whether it's B2C or B2B. Um, lots of opportunities to connect with other business owners who are like-minded, who want to have open discussions at, through the chamber event. So I really appreciate that um, programming and I, advocacy. I think to even expand on that, uh, even the diversity piece with the LABC, so the Latin American Business Council, and the AABC, so the African American Business Council, have been hugely and wildly successful and have drawn, um, I know we have the MED week, which you can talk about more, yeah. um, but that has been hugely successful over the past couple of years as far as programming, as uh, Lisa said. So I think those are, are great. And Lisa has to take some credit for the new members because she's the one trying to draw them in. Yeah. <laughs> it's been very busy to this point. Uh, we're, we're putting on uh, over 100 events a year. Yeah, I uh, thought it was 100. Uh, I mean, let's, let's not get messy. Let's call it 100. <laughs> It's every three days. It's a little bit more than that. It's, right. It's every three. Yeah. And every two mornings. Yeah. Um, there, there's morning networking, lunch hour networking. We're doing things after hours. Uh, we have a public policy committee that gets together once a month. And we always bring in relevant guest speakers from the superintendent to our elected officials. Uh, we're, you know, we're doing a candidate forum for school board because that's a very important race coming up in November. Um, just kind of always have our eye on the ball on different issues that could be impacting the business community. Um, and, and to Lisa's other point, the other bucket of work that we're very focused on is that leadership development piece. And so we've been very intentional and thoughtful about some of the new programs that we're trying to expand on this year in the leadership development space from Leadership Wilmington, which takes about 40 people um, from different employers and different stages in their career cycle so far. Um, ranging from people who are a little bit more entry level, but very um, hungry and aggressive and ready to grow quickly, to folks who are more mature, but they're still looking for ways to get more connected or understand our community better. So Leadership Wilmington is a really broad, diverse program that we're running. Uh, we've got the new Career and Leadership Development Academy for seventh grade students. This that I is think awesome. Is really cool. Um, and, and I tell you, we're being contacted by other chambers of commerce all over the country because of that program, because they, people want to rip off and duplicate, which is kind of the chamber business model, right? If we are able to do something well, then we want to help other communities do it well, too. So Greatest form of flattery, right? Mm -hmm. That's absolutely correct. So um, we've got a workhorse in Laura Brogdon on our team, too. So wouldn't wouldn't be able to expand on all these leadership programs without her. So, But Leadership Wilmington lets you, like, peek behind the curtains on how this community operates. I mean, I would never get an opportunity or anyone that's participating in Leadership Wilmington for a super nominal cost. You get to go sit in a city council meeting. You get to have lunch with the mayor. You get to tour the Sweeney water treatment plant and see all these things that maybe you wouldn't like, you know, carve out part of your Saturday to go do. But Otherwise. when you get this opportunity in a coordinated way to do it with other leaders and then discuss you know, what you saw, what you learned, the strategies for improving our community and the future that you hear while you're on site. I mean, that's just cool. And you're not going to get there. You're not going to get that through any other program in the community. Yeah. We've got an employee now going through it and he comes back, you know, with huge accolades every time talking about all the people he's met, yeah. what they're doing, excited about it. Uh, so it's been a great program. How long have you guys been involved with the Chamber of Commerce? I became a member uh, two months after I started my business, Leith HR Group. So it's been five years, actually last month. And um, 
and so worth it. I mean, geez, like <laughs> forgetting the biggest bang for your buck. I honest to God, I, I wish that I got paid every time that I like say <laughs> that you should be a chamber member because as a small business owner, I mean, for $500, you get to go to the, like, just call it like getting the newsletters from Megan are, is amazing. But then also um, being able to just go to those connections over the lunch hour once a month, just go for free. You meet 40 people that you probably wouldn't have met before. Sure, you know a couple of them, but, but you meet a bunch of people you never met before that you might be able to do business with or partner with um, as like a, like a business alliance kind of situation. I've gotten so much work from just those connections at lunch. And those are free for people that are members. 500 bucks, it's crazy. That's less than the price of an iPhone, right? It's a very good deal. I spent $1,000 yeah. on my iPhone, which <laughs> maybe much. that was too yeah. much at Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like the sponsorships for those, talk about bang for your buck, for those lunchtime connections events, it's $250. And you get like 15 minutes of pure airtime, just giving basically a sales pitch on your business in front of 40 people, 40 people. a captive audience. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I've been involved for on the board for about seven years now, yeah. Um, and Thomas has been a member for fifteen years, right? So for a long time, and we've upped our membership to the executive level. Um, yep. You can tell us more about that and all the benefits that go along with that. But it yeah. is additional exposure and access to all these events and everything else. It's just more of more of it, um, mm -hmm. and so I'd encourage more business owners to join that level. Yeah, at that level. One of the things that we we worked on with Thomas this year was. Um, increasing your investment and thank you very much for that work right um trying to get you into that chairman's club level um one of the things we're trying to add and create this year is this chairman's club where we're um, creating more opportunities for folks um, to network and spend time together some some exclusivity right for some of our top investors and so um we've been very successful with that program this year we we had some um, time with our Lifetime Achievement in Business Award winner with Bob Warwick at our annual meeting this year. And I think you were both able to, to spend time with Bob on that. Yeah, um, like we got a special cocktail reception. Yeah. All the folks Prior who were executive yeah. members. Right. We had a, a luncheon with Gary Salamito <laughs> from the North Carolina Chamber, and that was just exclusive for those Chairman's Club folks. And then probably one of my favorite things that we were able to pull off was that... In July. Uh, luncheon. That's right. In July for... Uh, when North Carolina was named number one state for business. So that's just kind of the fun, secret, exclusive stuff that we're trying to create for some of our members. So, yeah, so like a small room full of folks got personally invited to come and attend that announcement right after Governor Cooper was at the Crystal Pier yeah, announcing North Carolina is the number one state for business. And we got an invite to come and... Um, and hear that happen. And, and hear yeah. it happen and also talk with Ben Kinney from Business North Carolina Magazine. He had some really cool insights. So that was a neat, was a neat event. Yeah. So it's, um, I kind of equate it to like having a, a, a big house or a big party, right? So I've got a, like about a thousand members and everybody's joining for a different reason. We try to be very thoughtful about connecting with each of our members about what you need from us, right? Whether that be some more exclusive small introductions or some of the broader networking things or leadership programs. Um, there's, there's quite a bit of work we're doing in the diversity space with our African American Business Council and Latin American Business Council. And those are free for our members to participate in and attend. So it's just another opportunity to connect with folks in the business community. Um, and to Jim's point now, we've, we've kind of taken over the mantle of this Cape Fear Region Minority Enterprise Development Week, which is a bear of a series of events to produce. There's like over 30 events that Laura helps it's coordinate. It's a, it's a lot. We're very busy right now, but um, busy is good. We're kind of 
Well, it filled a void, right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's filled a big void in the community and what we needed. Um, I do think, I mean, along those lines, I mean, the public policy events are huge Love and the very relevant. Because otherwise, <laughs> you're getting the national news and from a different lens, seeing it through a different lens. Otherwise, uh, or in, now you're able to see it through the region's eyes mm-hmm. and what really is important to our area. Yeah, it's um, that's exactly right. We're we're in a kind of funny media market. There's a lot of there's usually a lot of turnover in our media market, so folks don't tend to get to know us very well before they move on to a bigger area, right? right? Um, which sometimes leads to some confusion or stories not being told 100% the way that, you know, the level of access of information that you get to when you're able to speak with whoever that person is at a Chamber of Commerce meeting. So, Yeah, I mean, I think of some of the important topics that should be on everyone's minds right now, the um, the energy jobs that are going to be coming to the area thanks mm-hmm. to the offshore wind that's going on. Um, we've got the rail realignment and the... <laughs> Yeah. Taxes. Um, Natalie might uh, fire us all if we don't talk about bridge <laughs> replacements, K for Memorial Bridge replacements. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes, I is. mean, so you guys are giving us a lot of opportunities to ask questions um, and form our own opinions versus just taking the word of, you know, whatever sound clip that we're getting on a paid TikTok. advertisement. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You're on TikTok, of course I listen to TikTok. No, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of good opportunities. I think one of the things Jim kind of alluded to, you know, I talked about uh, getting access when I first started the business at a very entry-level point, which is affordable even for a solopreneur. But then you've got kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, which is um, the larger investment through um, the actual membership level, plus sponsorships, plus sending people to leadership development courses. But there's there's a couple of different levels in between entry and executive. And so I just want you to talk about like, what are those levels? What could they look like if I wanted to maybe come in midpoint? That's a great question. We're, we're, and you know, we're constantly reinventing, right? Um, I think one of the things that might summarize my experience over the last three years in the Chamber of Commerce is, is change, right? There's been a lot of change, a lot of innovation, a lot of creativity, um, and so we're constantly looking at those membership tiers and trying to create value. Uh, I think my job would be a lot easier if I just sold tables or spoons and something sure. very tangible, but that's not the world that I live in. And so um, ha- having spent a little bit more time in this role and getting to know some of our members and better understanding why you choose to invest, we're able to create some segmented categories, right? And so certainly we've got an entry level. It starts at $500 for the year. You're a chamber member for 500 bucks. And again, that's a very affordable price, even for a small business owner just getting started. Um, a good key investment to, to get moving. And then from there at, at an $800 level, there's a little more bells and whistles to the membership directory account that you have with us. You can add a logo and photos and videos. So if you're spending money on marketing and doing that sort of thing, that it's may a be investment. super nominal investment and just better helps tell your story. Um, and then there's just some more marketing built in beyond that. And at a certain level, then we hit that chairman's club and there's a little bit more exclusivity and different value proposition for investing with us. So, um, but looking to, to upgrade and update some of that next year. So I'm excited to have more to share on that soon. So. I think it's important to understand too, that the more members we have, the, the deeper, deeper we are in the community. Mm-hmm. which means we have a bigger voice, right? More Correct. leverage. And so it helps all of us. So rising tide really does help all boats. Absolutely. Uh, and so I think it's really important to continue to expand the membership, not just remain stagnant. We're not in a status quo environment. Mm-hmm. Let's remain stagnant. There are a lot of challenges ahead, let's face it. And the chamber's here to help. Yeah. 
I was going to say, I'm like, I, uh, sometimes I get questions about, am I a good chamber member, right? Am I, is my business good for chamber membership? And I, I think to your point, Jim, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so the more members we have, the more opportunities for connection, the more opportunities we have to share information about what it is we do and create that level of access. Um, certainly folks who are, are doing more B2B work and looking for those relationships um, who are able to spend more time at our, our daytime events see see some value. So um, that, that tends to be where our membership leans. But um, it's a great investment for anybody who's just getting started with business that wants to create more resources and build out their network. So. And, you're, and you're still giving back to the community, too. Yeah, even if absolutely. you're an established business, there's no reason not to join the chamber. Or even yeah. like a traded sector. Like I've had um, large businesses say to me, well, we don't really do business in Wilmington. It doesn't make sense for us to be chamber members. It's like, well, do your employees live here? Okay. Um, and then also from an employment value proposition standpoint, like if you want people to stay at your work, working for you, um, go, allowing them to like go to connections events or go to some of these annual meetings or public policy meetings on behalf of your company is a leadership opportunity and it's an experience for them. So um, for, again, a nominal fee, you can expose your employees to lots of really cool community um, networking, advocacy, public policy type experiences that they wouldn't get without the change. Well, I think with your background, Lisa, that's particularly important, right? I mean, how are you going to keep people engaged? How are you going to, you know, the retention piece of employment these days is much mm -hmm. more challenging. People are moving around. If you're going to offer those opportunities with something like the Chamber, that is a structured organization and has, and we have a lot of fun too. It's not just pure structure. It's the same. Like, we have some fun. We do, we, have some we fun. do some very, you know, geeky public policy stuff that Natalie and I <laughs> really enjoy. But, but we have an oyster roast that's coming up at the first Friday that's in November, true. and that's always that's a that's always a big time. Always a big time. That's right. Good, good opportunity to send out your employees, have some fun with us. I've never seen Lisa scoop so many shrimp in my life <laughs> as last year. I ruined those boots. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah. How about your nails? <laughs> I don't have any, so we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Good. Anything else about chamber membership before we, we wrap it up today? The, the only other know? thing that I would say is, of course, you can contact the chamber, but if you want to actually hear from um, someone who's experienced as a small business owner and then also a scaling technology executive, I would love to get an opportunity to speak with you one-on-one. -on -one. I'm happy to carve out a couple of minutes to talk about, you know, beyond what we've explained in the last 15 or so minutes. Like, happy to connect one-on-one -on -one and do what I can to explain. Likewise. I'm open for any comments or, or questions you may have. I, mean, I think it's great uh, that we're here to do this, so thanks for putting it on and mm -hmm. yeah. enjoyed it. Cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. You know, your board members with the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce, we chew up quite a bit of your time already, but I appreciate spending a little time with me today to talk about membership, why some folks might want to consider moving the needle and join, right? So thanks. Thank you. Thank you.